Hi, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Building the Giraffe. I'm Justin. I'm Kaiser. Uh, I think we got a little closer on that one. We did. He seemed like he was uh, cracking a smile there. <laughs> Behind um, his stern demeanor that uh, never shows any emotion. Yeah, it's very strange. He definitely seems like... Um, Sort of like he he's made of one of those old death masks that people <laughs> used to have, you know, like like right. this like metal sort of facade. Oh, yeah, he's uh, he's truly is the Doctor Doom of our time. He is for sure, but he seemed like he was enjoying at least the idea that a business tycoon could take over everything and right. then have his own game show where people died at his whim. Yeah, more I, or less. But I feel like I understood why he didn't buy it because he's. I think maybe he was. Just, you know, trying to bury the lead. Yeah, I mean that's true. He may just want he he may just enjoy having that treatment just so he can uh, kind of follow it on his own. Right. Yeah. Life. Yeah. We've given him the Bible. It's just no one else has it. <laughs> I just, uh, I mean, that's horrifying to think about. But listen, Shadowrun and mega corporations are about to become a thing. I mean, it doesn't really matter. We already live in this situation, so we're already under his heel anyway. So. If the rest of society follows suit, then at least we'll all be on the same team. That's true. You know? But, um, yeah, so hopefully, I mean, that, that obviously didn't get made, so we're, we're kind of out of luck on that one. But I think we're getting closer and closer. Right. I think he likes the irreverent comedy type thing, like stuff that really just doesn't hold back. You have a lot of people just being dumbasses, and then when those people are dumbasses, they either get killed or get their comeuppance. Mm-hmm. So we figured since he likes uh, death so much, and uh, with the apparent impending arrival of a series based on the movie Four Weddings and a Funeral, we thought we should do one that was Four Weddings and a Funeral, but take it to another extreme, which is set it in a bar. Mm -hmm. So this time, it's just going to be called Four Weddings and a Funeral in a bar. At a bar, yeah. Yeah. I like that. In a bar or at a bar? Four Weddings and a Funeral... At a bar. Okay, at a bar. Okay. So uh, the first thing I think we need to establish is what, what kind of bar is this? Because we've already done mm. the, like, TJ Fridays. Right. You know, so I think, obviously. This, I think this is more of, like, your, your local bar, uh, your local suburban bar. Um, okay. You, maybe it's... Uh, you, it's not like a chain, it's like a, but it's no. a bar, like a bar that's owned by somebody in the community, basically. Right, exactly. But it's near a lot of uh, wedding venues. Yeah, okay. And a funeral home. Right, of course. So. <laughs> which most uh, suburban bars, strangely, are. Yeah, which is actually uh, kind of scary. You would think that would be more of like a Las Vegas thing. Uh, just having a bunch of bars where people get drunk and then someone's like, well, I'm going to get married, you know, right. or whatever. Uh, but it's think, the opposite. Yeah, no, it's where people... I think meet at these bars. This is my understanding anyway. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I go to a lot of bars and stuff like, or I used to anyway, back when we were allowed <laughs> to do anything except for eat Pizza Hut. But uh, I went to, a, I used to go to a lot of bars and, uh, you know, you do, like, you can meet people there for sure. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and I think especially in suburban type bars that are located in neighborhoods, especially if they're like more urban than suburban if you get my drift like they're I do. Not, like out they're not out like in the suburbs like right it's inside the city limits right so you still have like neighborhoods and stuff like that and right. uh, you go in there and you you 
if you're a regular there, you meet a lot of people. So uh, you might meet somebody that you fancy or whatever. And then maybe one day you get married down the street from that bar. Right. At one of the wedding venues. And then you have the reception nearby because usually it's not the churches that are nearby. It's the reception venues. Right. And then after the reception happens, all the people rush out to the bar. Right. They just go back to the bar that they... Right. And a lot of times it's people who literally, like the people who got married, go to the bar that they met in and have a drink. Well, I mean, they're already drunk, yeah, so like true. whatever, but they they go there, you know, so. Oh, yeah, in full wedding gear, like you see brides mm-hmm. in their gowns. Right. And then you see uh, people at the bar who uh, resent their happiness. That's right. It's which, so good. It's like a lovely dichotomy of man type it tru- deal. It truly is. And then also people go to funerals. By the bar, and That's then they true. come there after the funeral, because whether you're happy or you're sad uh, or indifferent, you're always drinking. That's so, right. You know, I mean, some people aren't, but let's let's face wow. it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's true. That's a little on the nose, <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people do that. You know. Yeah. Um, so uh, I feel like we need like one one character has to be the focus of this. Okay, so the I think it should be the the regular is the focus mm-hmm. uh character. Like I, he's he's a guy who uh He's always at he's the bar. He's always there. Yeah, he goes there. He's unlucky in love. Right. He he have, you know, like he everyone knows his but name, he's, but he's everyone a good, knows his like, face. He's like a good regular because everybody likes him. Yeah. But he just isn't like he's real bad at anything but basically hang out in a bar. Right. You know. He doesn't know how to socialize outside right. of a bar setting. He doesn't understand like real relationships or anything like like he doesn't he has friends and stuff but like it's more like just people he's known from the bar. Right. You know. And I feel like anybody who's ever been a regular at the bar ha- like knows somebody who just does that all the time. Right. That's all they know is people who come to that bar or whatever. Shush. So So to play that person, I have an idea. Let's do yeah. I was thinking Peter Dinklage. So mm-hmm. he already has the acting chops. He's coming off of uh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I think we kind of need a little bit of a comedy, test his uh, comedy chops yeah. coming off of a, a serial a drama mm-hmm. as big as Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean, I, I can agree with that. Um, I, saw him play, I saw him play Peter Drunkledge on Saturday Night Live, and it was pretty good. So, <laughs> you know, uh, I think he has it. He's, he's a funny... Like, he's been in funny stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But also, I feel like there's going to be at least a few moments. You have to at least have, like, a couple of moments of grounding in this where he has to be, like, you know, Peter Dinklage. Like, the acting right. powerhouse that he is. Well, he'll give a couple speeches, I think. Well, though. of course, yeah. I mean, there's definitely going to be a couple times, I think, where he's drunk and, like... It's, so, the, my thought immediately was, does this take place over one night? Absolutely, it does. Right. Because, uh, I mean, I can only see the chaos uh, increasing as more and more weddings and then finally a funeral. Right. That's what I was thinking. Go was like, into the same bar. Yeah. That's what I was thinking was that kind of thing. Almost a um, like mad cap, like on, on the scale of like big night, that kind of like mad right. cap type, you know, uh, you have to have like a crazy bartender. Right. Uh, uh, I think uh, he should be a flair bartender just for a little throwback for a little. Oh, that's, yeah. Just I mean, for, obviously. Just that's for our, our friends. That's you know our what I'm signature. Saying? It's a flair bartender. He's not a robot, though. So, no, he's not. He's know, not robot. So keep it in real life right. here. Um, but who should play? Who should play the bartender? I mean, I feel like you have to have a whole bar staff, though. Yeah. So um, I, th- I think you could have like, I think 
No, no, you only really need three bartenders. You need three oh, bartenders actually, you know and then a be, bar back. This would be good if you had three bartenders, but they work different shifts during this. Right. Yeah. And, ooh, I know who can play the three bartenders. The Jonas Brothers. Oh, absolutely. They could. Yes. hundred <laughs> uh, percent. So, yeah. so like, and I also want there to be a little, like, gag throughout it. Just be like, wait, weren't you just working? He's just like, nope. <laughs> yeah, because they all, you know, kind of look the same. Yeah, exactly. Well, except for the one that, like, is the third one that I ca- I'm still having trouble remembering his name right now. Joe? No, because Joe, Joe and Nick are, like, the hunks. Mm-hmm. Then there's the third one. What's his name? I don't I don't know. That's the thing. The but, nameless Jonas. The nameless Jonas. I also brother. want him to, okay, the fact that he's nameless Jonas and he will be credited as nameless Jonas in the credits uh, I want him to have the last and final shift of the night. Right, of course. Where because he's the he looks like he's the gruffer or like more disgruntled one. Yeah, he looks kind of like a stupid asshole. <laughs> like nobody, <laughs> nobody really likes Kevin. Kevin Jonas. That's right. Yeah, because of course his name is fucking Kevin. So, but he's the one like they can't tell Joe and Nick apart, right? Right. No one can tell those two apart. But they can tell uh, they can tell Kevin Jonas apart from everybody because oh, yeah. look at his little stupid face. He Dude. doesn't even. He sort of has a. He bears a resemblance to them. He's like if you took the Jonas brother, one of the Jonas brothers, who's like a hunk guy, yeah, and put him in a microwave for like just <laughs> just a few seconds. Oh man! So yeah, it and then is, gave him sideburns. Right. It is kind of funny how the the youngest two and the oldest one look nothing like. There's a weird divide. Like yeah. the genomes were really switched on that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so so uh, he's the one that we like. They like everybody's like, oh, there he is. Like you yeah. know, he's the guy who um, he closes because he he just he, he's, he's a closer. A, yeah. Well, he's also like a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> the other two work earlier because they have like wives and right. you know lives to get to. Mm-hmm. Where but like Peter Dinklage really likes Kevin Jonas. The name right. was Jonas. Uh, at, like as a person, they, they get along real well because they're sort of the same, like two sides of the same coin in a way. Also, uh, let's have a, let's you know Fred, Ted, and then the last bartender. He's never given a name. No, yeah, it's just bartender. Yep, just bartender. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like people just point at him and right, just like, like, snap their fingers at him. Oh, and, and he loves that. Yeah, of course, yeah. Every, every bartender, every bartender loves it when you yeah, snap you your ever, fucking fingers. If you ever go to a bar, I could give you a couple pointers here. Uh, snap your fingers. <laughs> oh, take take your credit card and tap it on the bar counter, or, or take your money out and wave it in their face. That's one of the things that they love oh, the geez. most. Um, yeah, I, I love also whistle. Oh yeah, whistle's a good one. Yeah. Oh, make sure you call uh, any female bartender some sort of like demeaning, Han, sweet, name. sweetie. Yeah, yeah, like a demeaning, Toots. like, like, yeah, like you're being way too uh, familiar with them for not knowing them at all. Nice. From coming in a bar, so yeah. um, be that creepy dude. Yeah, they love it. it. Yeah, we'll have a lot of those guys in here, and they'll all be played by Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Pete Davidson no. has to be in here somewhere. So, I, well, then if that's the case, Pete Davidson has to be in in there. I don't know what I want him to be. If we want, he's them the to, bar back. Yeah, he's the bar. Yeah. He has to be the bar back. So he's the bar back, and then I think that uh, there's chefs, but really they're all no names. Yeah, they're just kind of back there because it's not yeah. like waiting. Like and then you have a cameo by Dane Cook. <laughs> yeah. Well. 
obviously. In a non-speaking role. He's just there. Yeah. He just walks through the scene. Yeah, just like... Yeah. You know how it is. So... <laughs> all right, so... We, we have the world kind of established. So let's start breaking down the... Let's, let's start going through, and then as we hit the weddings, we'll describe each wedding party. Well, in my mind, I think that every... The one uh, thread that like rolls through this whole thing is that Peter Dinklage character, which we haven't really said what his name is going to be, but mm-hmm. you know we'll figure it out. Um, that all the every bride he has had sex with, like all th- all four of those brides, but they're all different types of oh, people. Oh, he had sex with them. Before this. before this, yeah, yeah, uh, but they're all different types of people. But but it's like it'll be like stereotypes of people that you meet in a bar, basically. Right. You know, like so, whereas where a regular could be like like buy them a drink and then something happens. But right. They're all like, but they're different. You know okay, I mean? so so then let's uh, let's start it off then. So beginning of Act One is the he's a uh, pretty much uh, Peter's character. Let's call him. Um, I don't know, fuck. What do you want to call him? Tom. What's yeah, maybe Peter? Yeah, why, why not? Just, Just go with, with Peter. It. I mean, yeah. Peter's a good name. Peter's a good uh, name for a guy at a bar. Yeah. yeah, Pete. Pete. Hey, Pete. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. yeah. You, know, all you right. want your regular, your usual? Yeah. Hey, Pete. You want your usual? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. There we go. So, so Pete's there at the bar. I think that the way it start, like he. He basically, like, pulls up there and then gets out, you know, and you kind of see him, like, his car's kind of, like, it's not shitty, but there's, no. like, there's, like, stuff in it, like, on the floorboards. Yeah. And he kind of knocks some stuff out when he gets out of the car. A lot of lottery slips. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, got Kino slips because yeah. they have that Kino at the. <laughs> That's yeah. right. And then, um, yeah, he does stuff like that and, like. He drops his keys. A lot of like a lot of used coffee cups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some absolutely. bottles, some yeah. like uh, personal liquor bottles. Right, and then like a briefcase in there. But like, he's just in regular clothes, and this is a weekend because so you don't know that like you know his background. Oh no, I think I I think he should be in a suit. Oh, you think so? Yeah, like he's getting back from a business trip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, that explains why he has the tiny liquor bottles that exactly. like, he stole off the plane. Exactly, and then also. Uh, he fits in with every crowd that comes in that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So every every wedding thinks he's part of the wedding party. That makes yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then and the funeral and then as at well. the uh, at the funeral part, like he's he's taken off his jacket and has his sleeves rolled up. Yeah. So like he looks like somebody who just came from a funeral who's like just like uh, I'm like you know he's hot and sweaty. Yeah, he's been carrying that his, casket. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. Um, should he have also had sex with the person that's the funeral? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so uh and then obviously I'm gonna throw this one out there. Should, should it be a weird like not even a not weird, but should it be a, a twist that it's like he's like bisexual yes. and that the guy that the person in the casket is a man that we yes. don't reveal that until the end? Right. Right. And the person in the casket is the Phantom Thread. Of course. <laughs> so uh, if you don't know this uh, TJ Moneybags, who Dude. owns our life contracts, also owns Daniel Day Lewis's life. Yeah, like yeah. the actor, he owns everything about him. His image, yeah. his the way he talks, everything. He gets a ton of money from it, but because of that, uh, one of the stipulations in our contract is every movie that we make, uh, Daniel has, Day Lewis has to have Daniel Day Lewis in it. But, but this is uh, the 
thing. Right. He has to play his character from the Phantom Thread, who we call the Phantom Thread, because yeah. he didn't have another name. No, he was called the Phantom Thread in the Phantom Thread. and We're just going to keep calling him the Phantom Thread. That. So either way, the Phantom Thread is the dude who is dead. He He's not really revealed until the very, like, almost probably like third act the funeral doesn't get there mm-hmm. so so but either way let then let's start let's start going through the motions oh i got a good little thing here mm-hmm. that he gets out of his car and like you see like the the empty little liquor bottles or whatever you right. see his briefcase he leaves that shit in there he gets out of his car and the first thing he does is he takes one of those little um bottles of mouthwash yeah if, it, and he drinks he sw- that he swishes it around oh and then swallows it there we go yeah yeah and then you know it does like a you know, whatever, and then like closes it, like throws it back in his car, walks, you know, closes the door, walks in the bar, he kicks the door closed, it's like the, the title thing. Yeah, he closes, yeah, he kicks the door closed, walks in the bar. It's like the title over top of it is you right. know, four, four weddings and a funeral at a bar. bar, and it's in that cool like it's actually uh, it serves as the bar sign and yeah. it like lights up in neon for each thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and all those other ones go out and then it just says bar at the yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Um, so he goes, so then it cuts back inside. He's in the bar now and, mm-hmm. you know, Joe, which one's there first, Nick or, or Joe? Uh, I think Joe. So it's, we're, I, I think we should go youngest to oldest. Okay. So Joe's there first. Right. So Joe's there first. And he, yeah, he's working during the day cause he's a student. Right. And, uh, you know, he, he, he he's, works. He's kind of a happy go lucky guy. He's yeah. always like polishing the counters. It's eight o'clock. So, I mean, it's pretty early in the. Yeah, in the night shift. So you want, well, you want to do actually we should do slightly earlier because we have to have three of them. You want him to have been there since open, basically. Oh, so it's probably six. Cause, okay, yeah. Because his brother, which isn't his brother in the movie, it's just his brother in real life, gets there at like eight o'clock. Right. Basically. Okay. Um, so he's there. It's like six p.m. Right. Uh, Peter's just getting there. What's what's uh, Joe Jonas's name again? You said something. Uh, Fred, Fred, Ted, Fred. and then nameless. Yeah, Fred, Ted. <laughs> so Fred's there. Uh, who is Joe Jonas? Polishing the bar. Uh, and he's like, oh, hey. Hey, Peter, Pete, what's going on? You know, right. did you just get back from like Sioux Falls or some shit like yeah. that? You know, <laughs> Jesus. some like place that like that like only business people right. go. He's like, how is, uh, how's, butter, how's the butter sales going? Because he... <laughs> he's a butter salesman. Yeah. Uh, then he says something like, like dumb, like, like, oh, I'm just turning the way at it, you know, because they got to have, like, you know, because he's, like, giving him a little hand. Right, yeah, it's like, oh, like, and, you know, Joe rolls his eyes because right. he's such a character. Yeah, and he's like, you want your usual? And he, yeah, he, he's like, make it a double. And mm-hmm. he, you know, and I'm, I'm going to guess it's like a... It has to be something in a rocks glass because when he's making his speeches later, he has to be like swishing around. You have to hear the Foley artist has to make some ice clink against the edges right. of the glass, you know. Um, so then I think it should be, I don't know, just scotch, just nameless scotch, unless we want like a specific branding. I mean, if we're, you know, if we want to put like an actual brand in there, we can. Okay, get yeah. Get the money from them. And not that we need it, but. Uh, Let's let's say it's like um, hmm. what's like the shittiest guy. Right, that's what I was thinking. Let's make it old crow. Actually, not yeah. Oh yeah, he like no, he likes bourbon. Yeah, yeah. It's old crow. He just gets a double of old crow straight meat. <laughs> no, wait, yeah. on the rock. Sorry, yeah. old, double old crow on the rocks. rocks yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. So yeah, 
<laughs> with like actually with a splash of lime. God, I hate this monster. Yeah, it's awful. But you know, this is his drink. Yeah, he likes to drink it. He likes, you know, he just enjoys it. Um, so then he's sitting there, and, and uh, Joe Jonas is getting him his drink, and he's looking around. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, the first wedding party rushes in. Yeah, yeah. He see like he hears the door open, and he I, looks over. And oh no, like, I want like oh, you, I want the want... door to kind of like start rattling first. Oh, cause there's, yeah. <laughs> just because there's so many of them. Well, that's what it is. He's like looking around and like, like the glasses are like glasses like, are kind of clinking yeah, and yeah, like yeah. just like what he's like what the fuck's going on? <laughs> then all of a sudden, like the door bursts open, all these people start flowing in. But they're uh, not they're not rowdy by any means. No, it's there's just, just a lot of them. Right, they're just they're very dignified. They're all dressed up because it's very early. Right, they um, had a they had an early wedding. Yeah. the reception ended at five. Right, at six. So they're now. there at six. Um, and and this. This is to show that the woman who got married is sort of a type A personality right. in charge of everything. Um, so then she's know. she's a let's have her be a lawyer and then her husband is a doctor. Okay, uh, who are who are who's playing? I mean, the husbands don't matter. That oh, that, much, that's true. Think. But but she will basically like. That's no, she'll point. It'll be Dane Cook. He's a lawyer, but right. she never has. To, he doesn't talk. She just points at him at one point because she's talking to Peter. Oh, Eaglitch. Dane Cook is the lawyer. Yeah, but she only points to him. And okay, like, she's and he's like, oh, you got like you know you got hitched or whatever. So who should play this woman? So the first one I think should be played by uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Okay, so she's a bit younger, but she's yeah. got like a, she's like a new doctor. Basically. She's a young professional. Young professional. She's a young professional. Is she a do- is she a doctor? She's a doctor. Okay, but she okay. She's a, she's a young. I was professional. thinking the dude would be the doctor, but she, and she's the lawyer. But I oh, mean, that's fine. Whichever one you want. But either way, they're both going to be spending eight years in school. Yeah, so, so it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> but um, she's maybe she's a new doctor. Like she finished medical school and now she's married. Yeah, like she met him. He's obviously older. Right. You know? It was uh, like a whirlwind romance at the bar for one night. Yeah. Type deal. Well, I meant like the guy, like her her husband is oh. older. Obviously, Dane Cook is older than Jennifer Lawrence. Yes, so, very much so. So he's an established lawyer who, like, he kind of helped her get through uh, medical school. Right. Not by, like, paying for it or anything. She, she clearly is, like, a person who had done it herself. Right. Just that he facilitated it because she lived with them and she didn't have to worry about, like, you know, paying rent and all that kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, the Peter Dinklage thing, maybe this happened. This was, oh, this is what it is. Like, this shows that she, first of all, that he's a very good salesman. You have Ooh. to show this uh, in some way. Um, oh, so you want like a, so there's like a flashback. No, I think that, I, I don't think that there's any manipulation of time in any of this, except for probably when he talks to the Phantom Thread at the end, who's a ghost. Okay, you know, I was, in. okay, I was thinking like a flashback of like uh, when he introduced her to him or that kind of deal. But yeah, no, it, sorry, continue well, was, with the well, sales, my, salesman my, pitch. My though. idea was that like, we only talk about the relationships he had with them in their conversation with each other. Okay. So like when they come in, we don't do flashbacks or anything like everything you learn about who he is and why he is the way he is and who he like what they're doing when they're talking to each other mm-hmm. or why they had sex in the first place is all told from just them conversing. Okay, back and so forth. what kind of like banter do they have then? Is it very like is it is it a kind banter? I think she 
I or think, is it a little bit more of a bitey banter? Like, oh, well, I like I can't believe that I like bitey, ever. Yeah, this is the bitey one. This okay. is the bitey one because it, it shows that he's a good salesman, uh, and she looks at it as one of the mis- only mistakes she's ever made. Right. Because she's always been well put together. Everything she's ever done was for the, the goal. Right. Like so you have a little like, has. so she's very snarky and then he's, well, he's like drinking. So he's like, whatever the fuck ever. Like he just kind of blows it off. Like she, she's the one who's wanting to jab and like, he'll throw like one or two back. Like, you know, like, mama, mama. And it's like, like, yeah, well, she, yeah. Where she comes up and like, actually like she walks up to the bar and he, he's like, He's like, oh, fancy seeing you here, basically, you know, kind right. of thing where it's like, like he knows that she knows that, you know. Right. But then she's like, oh, not surprised to see you here, though. Yeah. <laughs> he, then he, sa- he says something like similar to like, uh, well, if, you, if they say if you're good at something. Yo, uh, I like that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> because he's smart. Like he's wit. Like right. he is a witty guy. It's just he's a fucking drunk. You know? Right. I'm, like that's just how it is. But you have to like somewhere in here get to the point that like. She like, she went through a bad break. No, she was on break from the dude yeah. that she's yeah, 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 currently yeah. seeing. This is why it was a mistake for her to right. do it because she then. But that also made her realize that she cared about this guy, right? Dan Cook. So <laughs> like you know, it's like blah blah blah. Like I was really vulnerable. It's like and she like throws like a quip of like, uh, him going after like vulnerable younger girl. You know, because yeah. younger girls are vulnerable and they don't have any. You know, yeah, license yeah, yeah. on their own and, sexual agenda. And he's like, he, he's like, yeah, but you, you told, like, basically, you told me that that was the case, that you were looking to do something, right? Exactly. So, like, because, throwing it back in her yeah, face. Yeah, like you, you said you never acted this way, you never did this stuff, so it never got out of your system. So you wanted to do something crazy, and then he's like, I just happened to be it. Yeah, and, and then she, and thing. she, I think she, she looks at him and she just kind of squints, and then she just like, it was nice seeing you, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> and he says something like, wish I could say the same. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I love Just that. Just to like put it back on her face again. And then uh, then you have to like, because of that whole scene, like you have to have uh, a little bit of a com- comedic break where Pete right. Davidson so, oh. hoves on up. And he's like, who was that, Pete? <laughs> oh, I was thinking... Uh... It's it's a shot of Joe Jonas polishing the bar, slowly coming into frame, <laughs> <laughs> and then Pete walks up behind him, and, and the, Pete literally leans over to Joe and is like, "What the fuck was that about?" <laughs> and Joe turns back and is just like, "Old news." He's just yeah. like, mm. and then you uh, think Joe Jonas and Pete Davidson are talking to each other? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So. So it's uh well, like oh oh that's what it is. Uh, Peter Dinklage gets up and like what's to go the, to the co- what's the comedic chorus? The uh, you mean like the Greek chorus? Yeah, like so that kind of thing. right. So the bartender and Pete function as kind of the Greek chorus. Yeah, I could, I could see that. So like they they're the ones who are really commenting on the events of the whole night. Now like, is there going to be at least a joke? <laughs> at least a joke in here where. Pete Davidson alludes to the fact that the kitchen undercooked his fish and he keeps farting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was figured. I mean, yeah, no, no, he's just like, well, like, 
Like there has to be at least right. one. So I think I think he does that every single time he comes up because obviously all the, the other, all the supplies are in the basement. He's yeah. coming up from the basement. Mm-hmm. He has the it's crate. Like carrying a crate of right. Like, yeah. You know, this is after Jeff Jonas slowly polishing the bar comes into shot. Um, Peter Dinklage like like he he slowly comes to the frame polishing the bar. He like Peter Dinklage like like finishes his drink, puts it down, says give me another, and he goes out to the bathroom. Goes to the bathroom. Right, I agree with that. Uh, and then and then all of a sudden. And then here comes Pete Davidson. Who's, and he's just name, he's just like trouncing up the stairs. His like his name it, is like he has like a stupid. He has like a name like Junior. Oh yes, yeah. His name so is like the Junior the Barback. And he's Junior, just, hey, it's like you know, and he leans in. And he's like, "What was that about?" And it's like it's old news. It's like. And then he like old he, news. No, 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 no. He like no, oh, I was I was gonna play it straight. Oh, like okay. like he like leans in even closer to <laughs> Joe Jonas's ear, and he's just like. Did you have the fish today? <laughs> and Joe just kind of like is a little uncomfortable. Like he stops polishing the bar and he looks at him like, why? Why the fuck did you say that? He's just like, I've been having the worst fucking gas of my entire life. <laughs> and Joe is just like, he like shakes his head. He's like, get the fuck back to work. I like, I like the fact that... <laughs> He says it so like weirdly matter of fact that it almost like he's confiding in him. But like it's like you're just talking about having gas, like stop. <laughs> like this is the That's, worst fucking know, gas I've had those, in my I was whole like, life. I was like, it would be so funny if he played it super broad, but actually this is way better that he's playing it like it's a real gastrointestinal issue. Because it'll make it even funnier because at the towards the end when the funeral shows up when he's sent home because he shit his face. <laughs> No, 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 no. So actually, at the end of the night, uh, you know, there's a there's a mad dash for the bathroom. But Peter, Di- and, uh, but uh, Pete Davidson is uh, Junior. Yeah, Junior is in. is shitting his brains out uh, <laughs> in the in the bathroom, and the bathroom's locked because there's only it's a bar, so there's only one toilet. Yeah, as we all know about neighborhood bars, yeah, there's yeah, like there's only ever always, one yeah. toilet. Yeah, it's true. Um, but I also want there to be like a uh, a non sequitur shot. Of uh, so non sequitur is just like a breakup of shots, and like I think probably after the second wedding, that pans uh, down to Pete uh, doing barback stuff, and then it's just like a really long, like prolonged, like. It's just like, and then like at the last one, he's like, oh, and then it just pans back. Yeah, that's that's totally fine. Because there has to be a, like, fart. I just, every time he's in it, he has to be a fart. <laughs> All right, so, Joe, so, so. So then he, so that happens, and then uh, he goes back to work. Then you cut to Peter Dinklage is, is uh, maybe he's outside smoking a cigarette. Yeah, I think so. Um, this is the. Oh, is he confronted by the husband? No, because we said Dane Cook will never. Oh, that's true. Never gonna... <laughs> okay, then if that's the case, I want. Uh... I want the 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 maid of honor to start talking with them. Yeah. Oh, and okay. Is this also like like the I want there to be that like parallel like the the maid of honor, you know, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the, oh, is this the inferiority where we, complex. Where we see like he, him, him like selling to yes. her basically. So so it it gives the viewer the understanding of how Jennifer Lawrence's character mm-hmm. like was just swept away mm-hmm. when she was so put together. Yeah, who's playing this bridesmaid? Oof. Um, 
I was literally going to say Kate McKinnon, but now, like that's it's it's a different age group. So yeah, because I think Kate McKinnon has to play one of the brides at some point. Oh, she, she yeah, she definitely does. Um, uh, what about the, uh, what's her name? Shirsha Ronan? Yeah, Shirsha yeah, yeah. Ronan. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll do that as the bridesmaid here. But she. He like basically talks to her, and then like he like convinces her at some point like she'd come back later, like later on in the night. Right. He's know? like, "Listen, like I've just started here. The night's still young. You're kind of about to make a mistake." He's giving those illusions, but he's selling it like, yeah. Like, but he's like, "But if you buy in, it's the soft sell. But yeah, if you yeah, buy yeah, into yeah. it, I mean, well, hey, he's there's a yeah, there's he's a like good night ahead of you. Like, there's a, like like his." His facade, like, because he's talking to her, he makes her laugh. Like, he says a couple things, and he's like, he's like, basically telling her, like, this whole thing is an illusion. Like, if you come back here, you know, tomorrow, you might not like what you see, but, you know, tonight, who knows, kind of thing. Oh, whatever, yeah. He gives, know? like, a weird, like, uh, butcher's analogy of, like, meat. Yeah. Just to, like, make it really weird and. Right. And gross. And gross. <laughs> but yeah, she's, sorry, but but she's, she's like, like, kind of, of into, into it. it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She's, she's just like, that oh, works. Yeah. That works. So then uh, she's like, oh, I got to get back to the, you know, wedding party. And so right. they have to go like take pictures or they have to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So that, that wedding party departs. No, no, no. I think they, I think they move from the center bar to the outside bar. So I want to almost say that every you wedding. You want all four of them yes, to be there at once. All four weddings to be there at once. Okay. I just don't know how you're going to make her exit and then come back later. Um, well, I mean, because she... Listen, when you're at a bar and you're also with a wedding party at a bar, I mean, if you're talking with someone, eventually you have to, like, go back to your group, especially if she's the maid yeah, of honor. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so they they are doing... Oh, they're going to go have, like, a cheers or whatever. Right. They're Not to... only are they going to have a cheers, but they're going to actually... It's exactly what you said. They're going to do pictures, yeah. but they're going to be doing pictures. At, like, the photographer is there. They're on the porch, you know. Yeah. Out in, like, all... the beer garden or yeah, you know, something like that. Perfect. Yeah. So, listen, every neighborhood bar also has a beer garden. We also know this. Yeah. A lot. Of, yeah, most of them. Yeah, true. Um, so, he goes back in. It's like, uh, this is... I guess it's about eight now. Yeah, I think... Do you want... To... Okay, so we do eight and then nine... 10, 11 is the fourth, right? Yeah. So he, the first one took a little while because he had his drink and, like, he talked to her and then, like, whatever, it's eight. Right. Uh, Nick Jonas is coming in. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then, you know, this, this is when the second wedding party shows up. Uh, oh, okay, so then... So j- they had, like, a wedding at, like, 6 p.m. or whatever. Right. And, you know, it's a little bit... So it's a little looser. So they, they were at the reception, you know, they're coming in. Uh, but the reception was short. Okay, you know. so uh, how do you want the entrance for this uh, second one? Is I think it should be almost like a... So I also... This is... I want every wedding to have a uh, a kind of weird assonance of, to like set the tone before they get there, how it affects the bar. Like So in the first one, you know, all the glasses, uh, you know, mm-hmm. rattled and everything because mm-hmm. you thought there was going to be a bunch of people and you thought they were going to be really rowdy. And when they came in... They were incredibly nice looking and they were all, everything was nice. And I think in this one, like, uh, God. So the neighborhood bar has a lot of cuckoo clocks. (laughs) 
because it's eight o'clock for some reason instead of nine, all the cuckoo clocks go off at once. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, Pete Davidson, uh, here's the cuckoo clocks, <laughs> and he like seizes up. He's like, <laughs> like, because he's afraid of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and he's like worried it's gonna make him shit his pants because he's right. scared of birds. Exactly. He's just like, Ugh. like he grabs his butt too. He's like, ooh. And then, like, Joe Jonas is just, not like... Those, not those goddamn birds again. Right. Joe Jonas is just, like, polishing the bar, like, looking at him from the corner of his <laughs> eye, just being like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I also... Uh, oh, no, no. So, sorry. When that happens, Peter Dinklage is, is downstairs. Joe Jonas still looks at the clocks that... He looks at the clocks that way, but Nick has started to come on. So he's down in the uh, supply area, and he's dressing up, and he's getting ready... He's changing into his like kind of uniform and his mm-hmm. wait, waiter's apron. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what is 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 Peter Dinklage down there talking to him or something? Or um, this... I mean, yeah, I mean, like, might as well. So, so yeah, so that it'll be a nice transition because that way when, oh, okay. he so when he comes out of the basement, up, they're she, already there. Yeah, and then she's like where his seat and drink are, and he yes. walks up and he's like, and and it has to be like. She's the person who, and I know we've seen this a million times at bars, where it's the person with too much drama on their hands who's always yeah. ready to start a fight. Like, yep. you know. And uh, she, So it's like that, she kind of has like a valley girl accent. Like she, Yeah, yeah, it's got a lot of vocal fry um, and like kind of Oh like, my God, Peter, it's so right. good to see you. And then he's just like, oh yeah, hi, hi. Jamie or whatever. Janet. Jamie. Janet, that'll Jan- be, yeah. Oh. Janet. Janet, you know, something like that. Okay, um, but wait, I want to I wanna kind of roll it back a little bit. So after Pink Peter comes in from outside, he goes downstairs because he, uh, he knows Nick. Yeah. Just like he knows, uh, or he knows Fred, Ted, and Nameless. Yeah. But I'm just going to call him by the brother's name just so we're not confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he knows uh, Nick, and he goes down there, and they're, they're kind of having, like, back oh, and forth. He's, like, forth. telling him, like, how crazy it was. Yeah, it's just like, like, oh, like, my God. All, you know, whatever. And, and then, then, and then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, Nick is like, do you bang her again? <laughs> and he's like, not yet. Right. <laughs> Or or does or is he like a little bit like taken aback? He's like, no, like why would I do that? Just, and then Nick just kind of like shrugs. He's like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, pretty much, yeah, because Nick Jonas is the hunky bartender who right. all the ladies are like always into. Or whatever. Right, he's like flexing in front of the mirror, like. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, actually, he's like down there, and he's like. He's doing that thing where he's combing his hair, but he's talking to him in the mirror or whatever. You know, he's talking to Peter Dinklage in the mirror. And he's like, and he says that. He's like, oh, did you bang her again? And he's like, no, why would I do that? And he's like, well, I'd have done it. Right, like, exactly. You know, That's like, perfect. Whatever. Yeah. So then, like, they what, go, yeah. And I also want, uh, during that uh, during that entire thing, so the clocks go around, and then Peter makes his way up to the bar. But Pete Davidson's character, Junior, uh, as Nick and Pete, uh, Peter are walking up the stairs, uh, you know, and after the clocks have gone off, he kind of like shakes his head towards Nick and be like, God, I wish I was that beautiful. <laughs> okay. I like that. He's like, yeah, you can see him like following him across the, like eye right, fucking right. him as he walks by. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it, so, it like, it doesn't, re- his, uh, Pete's, Pete Davidson's sexuality through the entirety of this movie is he also, is not only a never addressed, but b doesn't matter. No, because Nick's character seat. is yeah. so good. He's so good looking, right? Um, 
he he is like he's like a much like a much hunkier Tom Cruise in cocktail, right? You know, kind of guy. Um, but also, it's never addressed Pete Davidson's sexuality because we're much more concerned with the A story of him shitting his shit pants. <laughs> so yeah, so his, I definitely, I really like fish. this whole God. I really love this whole like Greek chorus of yeah. behind the bar though. Yeah. But all this is like literally, we're only like maybe thirty minutes in. Oh yeah, at this yeah. Point. yeah. Um, this is the you know uh, maybe getting towards the end of Act. One. Oh yeah. So um, I want to say we're moving into the second to, th- yeah. to final part of the first act. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we have to be getting towards the end of the because this. Oh is yeah, the no, second, no. This is the second wedding. Okay, then yeah. So this is the act one turn. Yeah. So he he or, walks sorry, up and it's transition to two. Yeah. That's it's what I meant. Janet, who's uh, kind of fucking nuts. Right. You know, uh, clearly like they're like the rowdy group. That have come in like it's it like they're ready to drink like right. they weren't allowed to drink at the wedding they're ready to just to like do shots oh, oh not only that but I think they're already three sheets to the wind at this point. yeah yeah because they've been drinking out of flasks and right stuff like that and then uh, so I think also uh, Janet like uh, has this weird like I don't know like maybe like cuckoldry type things like oh my god like and she like starts telling the entire group of how Peter kind of like seduced her one night and how like he was so good and his prowess right. was yeah, so yeah. great then, in front of her husband now. Yeah, right. So it's like, uh, and then that like, you can see like but some people, like in the, their, some like, people in the party are like shaking their heads at it. They're like, Ooh, you know, like oh, the straight laced, uh, groom's yeah. family. Right. But the groom for some like, doesn't, he's not even mad about it. Yeah. He's just like, he's like, he like, he, like the, he sits he, there and like he, listens. No, no. He, he gives Peter Diglidge a thumbs up. There, no, this is what it is, is there's a weird, like, so they're talking to each other, and then as they're talking, like, she starts doing that, because she's crazy, and she thinks she can make some, like, weird shit happen under her Oh, wedding. like, she's trying like, for, like, a menage, like, that not night. Even, no, no, not that. She's she's trying to see if she can, like, cause some oh. shit, you know, because that's her whole thing. She, like, right. She's addicted to, like, weird drama and, like, that kind of thing, and, like... Oh, and I, I think she succeeds, so... Uh, no, like, no, she doesn't succeed. Oh. It's a weird weird thing where it becomes this like where like you think it's going to happen right but then the groom just like takes his beer and like cheers his peter dinklage right <laughs> like there's it's just even wordless so yeah. who's the second so who plays the second bride and groom oh boy so my thought for the bride uh, only because i'm trying to think like i i think do you know busy phillips is like no. I, um, she's been in like quite a lot of stuff, but um, she's she's very funny. But also, she would do this role pretty well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh yeah, no, no, I know her. Yep, I have absolutely yeah, busy. Yeah. Phillips. She's great. And then, um, hmm, I'm trying to think, like you have to have a bigger guy that looks like he's going to be Keenan Thompson, <laughs> like a muscular. Oh, okay. <laughs> Keenan Thompson will be in this. Movie okay, that's fair. Just sure. listen. I had to say just, it just to keep you on like on notice that he will be in this. All for right, sure. fair enough. Um, okay, so a muscular. Uh, should it be uh, Dave Batista? Yeah, of course, because he's coming off our other. He, right. He's, he's ready to work with us again. Uh, you know, <laughs> fucking eye. So yeah, guy. he does. Yeah, he's because it's also funny because he's holding that beard. It looks so tiny in his hand because he's right. so big and like. Then he che- and also he's like so big versus Peter Dinklage. Right. So I think also uh, all the grooms in the movie never talk. 
Yeah. So, of course, no, they don't oh, ever. Okay, talk. cool. Yeah. So yeah, he he literally just like slowly brings his beer out to Peter Dinklage's cup and then yeah. just pink. It's like when she she says that and she's like, "Isn't that crazy?" Like she like tells the whole story about how he fucking, he fucked her like you know, right. whatever all like all nuts and like uh, and then she's like, "Isn't that crazy? Isn't that like the craziest thing you ever heard? Like don't you want to like isn't there anything you want to say to him?" And then like there everyone's like it's a hush. Right. Yeah. So you have that nice and, like, silence. Peter, Peter Dinklage just like like sitting there on the stool like. Like he's afraid. He's a little afraid. A like little he's, bit, but he's also, not sure what's about to happen. He, he also doesn't give a shit because right. he's like because he's just drunk and he isn't like he's just that guy. Who just is like I don't fucking like fine. He's gonna beat me up. I've been beat up before, you know, kind of thing. Right. And then like he's just sitting there and he takes a sip of his drink and then Dave Batista just slowly, <laughs> ding ding, <laughs> and then every, like everyone's like yeah, and they go fucking crazy. And then there's like a weird. Uh, montage of them doing shots and like throw like, oh, I, going crazy I, for a little while. Oh, I was thinking there was like a maple circle that kind of erects in the middle oh, of the yeah, bar where like people like yeah. start like doing like ring around the rosy yeah. and like just a really it's like weird. weird... Like, indie, it's that weird indie film thing of having too many saturated lights where there's a camera in the middle of all these people in a circle right. spinning. <laughs> That kind of thing, and he's he's part of the circle yeah, at one right. point. So yeah. you have that montage because yeah, they take the shots, they're in the weird circle, yeah. uh, they're hoisting him up, and then everyone walks outside. Yeah, pretty much. They put like he goes, and he, then she like, and Jen's like, "Bye, Peter. Yeah, it was nice seeing like, you. Well, good to see you too." I guess, like, like know, I guess, like he, and, like, <laughs> right? He doesn't talk for like she's a motor mouth. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she she almost has a monologue. Right, and that like, that was that shows you like why it was all like it, she's like the person like all he did was sit there that night like when they slept together mm-hmm. he just listened to her right exactly and then that was like just it like he understood like if I just listen long enough you know maybe you know whatever so like that was what he was like his thinking was and then he's just like it's like and again he just sat there and listened. And then he got like free shots and like, right. all and this then, weird shit, you know. Yeah, and then just all that weird shit happened. Yeah. Um. So I think at this point, uh, so, so at this point, uh, Joe Jonas has finished polishing the bar. Oh, of course, yeah. Right, and so he, Nick no, Jonas is back there. No, no, no. Oh, I, yeah. oh, I'm saying like in that moment when they leave, Joe Jonas finishes polishing yeah. the bar. Yeah, because he finally his, got to the end, puts his right. <laughs> He's like, all throws, right, Peter, I'm out of here for the night. Right, he just, like, throws the deuces, yeah. and then he just kind of walks out. And, then, <laughs> and that's the end of his appearance in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, then uh, Nick Jonas is there. So what is, uh, uh, so there's a mirror behind the bar, as most bars have, or yeah. some bars have. And I think, like, Nick Jonas is always, like, checking himself out, and then he does this weird, like, kind of diatribe about how... Uh, you know, love isn't real and like how he doesn't buy into that bullshit. And Peter Dinklage, you can see he's kind of sympathizing with him. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says, he, he like says something like, yeah, I mean, I, I used to, I thought that, but I was in love once. And then he doesn't like, they don't get to tell the story because the next wedding party comes in. Oh, I was thinking at that point, uh, uh, at that point, uh, Pete comes up from, oh, <laughs> from, from <laughs> comes up from the bottom and he like trips and he sh- he almost shatters like all the like he almost trips and throws he almost the beers. shatters all the uh, uh, old crow bottles right that's right because they have a large large back stock of it yeah. so uh, 
so that's where the interaction between the Greek chorus and the uh, the main cast end. And Peter Dinklage, you know, he almost falls, and uh, <laughs> then he he walks up, uh, you know, behind Nick, who who's still checking himself out, and Peter uh, Pete starts uh, Junior starts that stalking junior, the yeah. bar, and uh, like he like kind of slows down for a second, and he looks back at him, and he's he's kind of he like he looks down, you know, <laughs> to check out his ass, and then <laughs> and then he like look, you know, he, okay. like, he keeps yeah. he keeps doing it, so, and it almost becomes like Lynchian, and it's. In its length, so it's like at it's least like a two much. right. It's like a, a two minute scene almost of him just stalking, and then like at the end of it, he just like kind of like leans back like far enough that uh, he's in Nick Jonas's full vision instead <laughs> of his peripheral, and then uh, and he asks, uh, "Have you had the fish today?" <laughs> yes. And it's like real weird and right, like just, right. and like Nick, Nick just kind of like squints his face and he like looks at him. He's like, "Don't fucking talk to yeah, me." Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And that like, but also that sort of um, that kind of like fucked up little scene there. So there's there's Nick Jonas talking about how he doesn't believe in love. Peter Dinklage says that he was in love once. Mm -hmm. Then <laughs> Junior just almost breaks all these bottles. So that breaks <laughs> up the whole thing. Right. And then, like, they do that. That weird Lynchian thing sort of sets the tone for the third wedding party, who's this, like, real spaced out, like, druggy girl Yo. who would come there all the time. And all the people that are in her wedding party are, like, like, she doesn't even, she's not even having a wedding. It's not even that. It's, like, a, like, a, we have to think like a mutual communing of souls or right, some like yeah, fucked a, up like weird new age drug thingy. Uh, you know? A lot of crystals. Uh, oh, she's of a crystals. white person but has dreads. Yeah. Oh, yes. One hundred percent. Should this be the Kate McKinnon because she's good at? Yes, yeah, it's obviously Kate McKinnon because also like you kind of want someone older to almost uh, give the illusion of the '60s kind of generate yeah. the new. Well, you she's know. not really old. No, she no, no, she isn't. But yeah. I mean, like, she is yeah, an yeah. older actress. Oh like, yeah, for sure. Compared to Busy Phillips and Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. So I mean, like, again, she just went to Burning Man and Bonnaroo way too many times. And yeah, yeah, right. She and lives in a commune with her uh, life partner, who is Keenan Thompson. Who's Keenan Thompson? In like a dashiki type, Yo, like crazy, you know? Hell yeah! Um, oh my god! Uh, and then also, um, he has dreads. Yeah. He has dreads too, mm -hmm. but on him, I mean, it's not. It's, yeah, it's not that bad. But it's he has dreads. An acceptable, right? Um, I think also everyone else, uh, they're wearing like very like uh, thin framed glasses. Mm -hmm. Everyone, uh, you know, it's very it's, like it's it's very like they're playing like pan flutes as yeah. they come in. Like it's it's very. It's very that picture of the Beatles with Ravi Shankar. Yes. Like that. Like, Ooh, uh, we totally forgot about this. What's their entrance uh, moment? So, oh, no. So when it gets all Lynchian like that, they yeah. just are there. Like Peter Dinklage has been fuck. watching this weird thing happening right. with Junior and uh, Nick Jonas. And then like all of a sudden, she's just right behind him in the mirror. Like, like Oh, okay. He, That's he, like, so good. He, like, he like spill, jostles his drink, like spills it. <laughs> Like spills it, and then Nick Jonas has to get him another one. That's what gives him an opportunity, like to talk to her. Right. But the, there's a weird thing that goes on. Like he won't look directly at her because she is a person who like entranced him, kind of like that right. kind of thing. Like, and like he has no power against her mm -hmm. because he can't 
he can't really sell to her, but he did like a bunch of drugs with her one night and they just ended up together because she's a very free loving type of right. person. Right. So she like talks about like, Oh my God, Peter, it's so good to see you. Yeah, it's you been have... forever. <laughs> Our souls haven't communicated yeah. until, you know, whatever. Listen, I prayed into my crystal. I was, I was sending thoughts to you through yeah. my crystal. Yeah. And I just want you to know that I was sending those thoughts and it's so good. You're here. And they have this like weird, like, odd kind of banter where you can tell that he's kind of into her, but he always like looks at her out well, of like the he, side of his eye. I think like he, they have the entire conversation in the mirror, like talking, oh, like they're whoa. both looking in the mirror, talking to each other. Like they never even look at each other even one time, except through the mirror. I think, I think the entire scene then should play out through the mirror. Like you never see, it never pans to the other You never get a shot from the other no, side no, of the yeah, bar exactly. to see any other patron. But through the mirror, you see those patrons. Right. Um, and, you know, you get introduced to the husband. He's like, oh, I'm here with uh, you, Willow. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, yeah. Name. Right. Something. Yeah. We had, we'll come up with something yeah. like strange. Um, uh, and, you know, he points it out. He's like, he makes my soul seventh chakra unlock. I don't right. know. Like, it's, it's almost like insulting to the new age people. Like... But she she says something like like towards the end. Of, like of course it's got to be insulting to them. Like I right. I because th- that's the thing in move like those types these types of movies you have to be you have to go so overboard with being right. insulting towards those people. Not for any particular reason, but just because I don't know they've kind of earned it at this yeah, point with I the anti vax stuff and all that. Oh um, yeah, you know. But th- so they kind of deserve it. A, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot. That's of them. fair. That's fair. Um. So she kind of, she like says like a bunch of like says all that stuff about the crystals and all these like other things and then towards the end of it she says like I you know and I also just was hoping that you you would find like you would see somebody that you loved like again right like kind of thing like bringing up like the idea so like planting the seed for the audience that this fourth wedding is the one that the got one away that, yeah will be the one that got away got it uh, little do they know uh, which they know because they're listening to this but little do they know that that's not going to happen the next one is just like like a person that he is friends with like he respects right exactly um that he is glad to see but it isn't a person he's in love with they just they were they were good they were both regulars that hung out right. there all the time um to pile on more of the idea that you must think that this is the person he was in love with because clearly right because they have such good banter back and forth but either way so um i think there should also be in that third wedding there should also be that um there should be an allusion to the, or like uh, a throwaway line to like the outside world, just to give the viewers a little bit of a understanding of what's happening in the pier garden. Yeah. So it's like, did you notice there was a fight outside? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to like, you, like there's noises and stuff that are right. coming, but you're uh, like, no. It's only after she says that, like, do you start hearing yeah, yeah. like the noises yeah. from outside? Yeah, and yeah. like Peter Dinklage does that, like that shifty eye thing where he like starts thinking about shit. He's just like. Nope, didn't know. Uh, no. <laughs> and he's still like, you know, it takes no like he get then like uh she says they're going out to the they park the van in the parking lot if he wants to come out later and like do oh, some like yeah. peyote or something like that. Um and then like as she like then Nick Jonas walks up uh and like set like across their like the frame of the mirror mm-hmm. and sets the drink down and then she's just gone. Right. Like, and then... Oh, yeah, so as he sets it down, the camera view changes instantly. 
So, oh, no, I was just saying, as he walks past her in the mirror, she disappears. Like how a bus oh, goes past somebody in the movie and they're just gone. You know, whoa. That kind of thing. I like that. And then, like, he sets his drink down in front of Peter Dinklage and he's like, he's like, you all right? And he's like, or he says something like, nah, it, was just, it was just a weird, like, it was just weird. Like, he shakes his head, like, kind of like, you know. Like, that, he's, yeah, he's just like, that was weird. Yeah. And then, uh, <clears throat> so then, this is oh. getting towards the middle to the end of the second act because right before, I think it's the, the I think the it's the middle is, is mostly all the the funeral stuff R- I know, agree with that so then uh, with that we we have a break for our chorus um, Pete and so I think that's when you have the non sequitur throwaway where it's Pete down in the bottom and you have that just long like <laughs> and he's like <laughs> <laughs> And then, like a song comes on the jukebox. That is a song bom, that they bom, both. Bom, 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 no, no. <laughs> no, I think it's like something like, um, like, like a down on Main Street, like Bob Seger song, like hmm. that, or like a Late for the Sky by Jackson Brown. Something. Ooh, like I that. like that one a lot because it's so supposed to be like a song that both him and this bride. Really they love because they they, they, they they sing it every sing night it at the bar. Yeah. Like they always put it on. Right. And they were like real. They were good friends. That's so like their this song, song. Yeah. And it's like he he like he like looks over the jukebox and she's there, and like or no, she, I think it it yeah it turns on. He looks and then as he turns around, he sees the door opens and then she comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And she has kind of that white lit halo uh, sort of yeah behind behind her. And as the whole wedding party starts walking in and I think that, uh, yeah, the scene kind of plays out where they have great cadence, like. It's like wonderful. He, she it's walks back in, and forth. She like walks up and like walks up to him and is like, "Hey, stranger!" Like you know, kind of thing. Right. Like that sort of like a familiarity of you know. Um, it's just it's like her wedding party is very small. It's right. Just a couple people and her husband, who's which, there. Which is almost like a little bit sad because if they're such good friends and they've known each other for so long, why wasn't he well, at that's, the wedding? She she like asked or she she asked him why he didn't show up and then oh. and then he's he like says like oh I just got back from you know whatever yeah town, I was well yeah Wichita my or whatever the fuck. my flight uh, flew in early. Yeah, and then and she's like, "Well, it doesn't. Look, I mean, it looks like you've been here a while, right?" You know, and so, so that's his, his why his ties like loose, and you know, right. he's kind of rumpled a little bit, like his suit's a little rumpled. So, um, so uh, yeah, I agree with that. I also think that, uh, like, you know, it's kind of like it's alluded to that maybe there could have been something, but because he's like this, yeah, they could never have been a thing, right? Like he would never like. So she so, wanted that, and like you know, after they slept together, like he didn't, he wouldn't, like she asked him if he wanted to like go make out it serious, like on a yeah. date or like you know whatever, and he just didn't show up. Like he stood her up, or right? Whatever. So I think I think it should like so it starts great. They have a lot of like back and forth, great banter. Um, they they're getting along really well. They throw out a couple jokes, so you're invested in this. You're like, oh, like. Maybe this is the person. Like he's taking this really well, and then it kind of devolves into the like, oh, why are, why didn't you come? And then it's just like, well, I mean, because like, you you expect him to say things like, oh, he just couldn't handle it or something like that. Right? And it's not the but case. He, like, but he's just begging off. Like yeah, he's yeah. not giving. 
He's not giving her anything. Like right. he's just like he's like, can't we just have a drink together? Like we can, like we can enjoy this moment, right. and you it, know, at least. And, and I think she said she, she's like, sure, Peter. And then yeah. she, they they she, they cheers, and then she takes a drink, and then it's just kind of that slow, uh, kind of long pause, and then in the next shot, he's outside smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But so who plays her? Because I want it to be almost like a like a Susan Sarandon type, but. A slight, like slight, maybe I maybe even that, but like slightly I, younger. I could go for Susan Sarandon. Yeah, because she's like she's got that thing, like something about her that yeah. just makes her seem like a familiar type person or whatever. Um, or yeah, is I it, do that. Um, but I was trying yeah. to think of somebody even like maybe in their thirties or whatever that oh. was sort of like her. Um, but I I can't think of anybody. Me either. Like uh, that, specifically, you know. Here, let me let me think for a second. But uh, I mean, oh, I, how about like uh, maybe like I don't want to say Anne Hathaway, just because I feel like she comes off as a little bit too like she could definitely nail those like snarky moments. I mean, she I she has a little yeah, bit of that want, yeah, girl she, next door yeah. type deal. Maybe even like an Elizabeth Banks. Oh, I was thinking or uh, Kira Knightley. Oh, there you go. That would be good. I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. I think Kira Knightley, yeah, would be like perfect. I think that's a good one because yeah, for sure. Okay, so we'll do that. Kira Knightley, and then her husband has to be like somebody. Hugh Grant. Yeah, let's do that as if a throwback. Right. <laughs> like he's he's like because he don't he doesn't like him. Right. Like he says something shitty about him. He's like, oh, how's life with uh, Edward? Or oh, how, fuck. How's life with Edward? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does that. He's like. How's life with Edward? Like you know, like only affects that tone on his voice, like to, like throw it in her face, like and mm. she's like, she's like it's it's, it, it's or she great. says something like better than life with you, you know, kind of or no, better no. better than better than being like no no I, I don't want her to like I don't want her to throw it that far in his oh, face, yeah, but true. she's like she's but she's like really great actually yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, uh, like I'm gonna sincere. be the better person yeah. you're a really shitty person. I'm actually like you're living being, my best right. life. I don't hate you, but you're being shitty, so I'm going to like kind of just tell you like I am having like my life's fine. Right. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um, so then they have they, they do that, and then um, but of course Edward's like because it's, it's Hugh Grant, and like he he doesn't realize that anybody hates him, so like right. you just see him down the bar like go like this. Right. Then, he lifts his beer. And, and Peter Dinklage does that like like the smile like <laughs> you know like right. You know, the, the shitty, like, smile, but, like, you're doing it so he doesn't know that you're being an asshole kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, they get done with their thing. Ooh. Then, so, yeah, and then you have that quick transition to being outside. Before the fourth uh, wedding came in, during that Greek chorus uh, pause, uh, when, <laughs> when Junior <laughs> farts, uh, nameless Jonas is... Downstairs, getting ready. He's putting on this. You know, he's getting ready. He's kind of, you know, he's rolling up his sleeves. He's a strict man. He's got a thing to do. Um, he's not a bad boy, but he's just kind of like, he's he's the old like. He's got like a five o'clock shadow. Yeah, yeah. He's not really like into this he's anymore. There he, he's wants, he wants to do do some shots and close the bar right. and get it over with, kind of thing. And, and he, he comes he, on at like he comes on at midnight, so I have a good setup for this last part here. Oh, so uh, so you have that, and when the fart happens, uh, oh, yeah. he it just doesn't even phase him. 
like no no like like so parts yeah so it it pans like as it's farting like for like a solid five seconds while he's farting like that <laughs> like it's you know you have it like focused on pete davidson's character and then for five seconds it it quick jumps to uh Kevin Jonas's yeah. face, and he was just like completely deadpan. Yeah, he's like rolling his sleeves up or whatever, and then from the side of the frame, B. Davidson's face slowly comes right. in towards his ear, and he goes, "Did you have the fish today?" And then and and then Kevin like, Jonas doesn't even answer; he just keeps staring and like rolling his sleeves. No, up no, no, or, no. I, or maybe I want to be like, "Oh yeah, it's bad." <laughs> or no, he, no, or no, it's, something it's, like it's like, turned. Oh yeah, it's turned. He should say yeah, something like that, or like like like. Why would you ever eat the fish? Right. In like we have to like in um has to be like something like why would you ever eat the fish in like uh like Missouri? Right. Or something. No, uh, you know? uh, wait. Why would you ever eat the fish in Kansas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's just like rolling up his sleeves. Like he doesn't even like make a face. He's just like, why would you ever eat the fish in Kansas? Right, like you <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah. And, and then, then like Peter like looks almost like a shit or Pete uh, yeah, Junior, junior yeah. looks almost like ashamed, and he just like he like he, like, like a look slowly, of shame, like look get on his face, and he slowly, slowly moves out. His... <laughs> and then so then you cut to Peter Dinklage is smoking a cigarette, and he walks out to his car. Oh wait, and... uh, as he's smoking, and uh, you know he he's walking out, he puts the cigarette in his mouth. He he lights, you know, he's starting to function with the lighter. It's giving those, uh, I mean, it's not really lighting or it's igniting. The, the flint sparks. Yeah, it's yeah. giving the flint sparks. But in the background, two of the wedding parties are now f- in a full-on <laughs> brawl. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. and it's, you can, uh, you know, as he's walking out, it quick, uh, you, it kind of pans up and you can see two of the brides like in like a throttle deadlock right. just like trying to <laughs> strangle the life out of each other. Uh, it's the first bride and the second bride. Right, yeah. Uh, that makes sense, yeah. Because she wants to take her pictures, and the other one wants to like have a fucking crazy time. And, right. Yeah. Oh, and I think also you should see uh, the fourth bride off to the side, like she's in one of the corners with her party, but she's also she's already smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Just yeah. to kind of have that like duality. Yeah, and uh, he like he's walking out to his car, and he's gonna put his jacket away, and. He's like smoking his cigarette and he he's rolling up his sleeves too and then all of a sudden like you just hear the ding like the the church bell for midnight oh, ringing yeah and he like kind of takes a drag and looks up and he and he just sort of like sighs because it's midnight already and he's right like, and I think fuck, I think know? that should be the funeral indicator this is, is, yeah. yeah is the yeah. church bell yeah perfect so when he walks in uh, these guys walk in like with the casket and i want there to be a lot of like bohemian wailing like it's uh it's almost an exclusively african-american family actually it's an all african-american family and they're bringing it in and they just they're not like they're not doing like the bohemian wailing as to be like racist just like there's a lot of crying like like some people are having a good time but like some people are like just bawling their eyes out yeah um (laughs) and uh you know Peter Dinklage just kind of like he walks in and he feels really awkward and then he he walks up and he sits down at the bar. Yeah. And I think that, uh, uh, you know, Nameless Jonas starts polishing the bar as well as a, uh, you know, an an homage to the beginning of the uh, movie. 
and you know he he finishes polishing uh, the bar and he throws mm-hmm. the towel over his shoulder and he immediately brings out two shot glasses pours one for him and one for peter yeah and he immediately throws one over boom clink <laughs> knock one back yeah, they do that and then the uh, this guy like one of the people from the funeral dirge like whatever part yeah. of the the party comes out like is like uh it's and it's danny glover yeah Dan- and <laughs> he walks up and oh you know i need I need ten shot. Well, eleven. We need one for him, and then like, right. like Peter Peter Dinklage is like drunk, so he's just like he's like one for who? And they're like, well. And then everyone just turns to the casket. Yeah, yeah, right. And then he just feels even more awkward. And then they're like, our um, like basically like, for it has to explain why the Phantom Thread. I, <laughs> no, no, it's, oh. it, I don't think it's at all. It's uh, it's like oh, we're burying my uh, we're burying my father. <laughs> I was gonna say more like, like his uncle or something. That no ha- way! Like I want him to be the patriarch of the entire family. Like, just really okay. In, that's fine. In a in weird his... like Edgar Wright kind of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's the patriarch, and his his wife is Regina Hill. Yeah. Uh, who doesn't have a line at all because nope. uh, she. Um, because like she's like the husband sort of in this situation, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, he's been married to her, and uh, but he, like Peter Dinklage like like is like like sort of recognizes her, right? Um, but like, he can't place her at all. Yeah, and then and then he kind of turns back to the bar and he's like, yeah, you know, sort of like who's that? And like to himself. And then next to him, all of a sudden, is the Phantom Thread. Oh, wait, no. Uh, I want there to be a, like, after that, like, he's, he's like, who is that? And then he has a, a conversation with Nameless where they kind of talk about death. And, like, Peter Dinklage gives this uh, this moving monologue about how maybe love doesn't exist. And maybe uh, maybe he isn't meant to find anything. And maybe he missed the boat because as we've seen before with the fourth wedding, he, he could have had something, but he sabotaged it because he always does this to himself. Yeah. And he's really not sure uh, whether he can dig it. And then the nameless walks up to him with another shot, throws it at him. He's like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and they knock one back. And then, in, and then uh, nameless is like, I'll be right back. And he walks down. Yeah. Um, and, it's then uh, Peter Dinklage like first starts feeling strange, I think, and uh, like he he's because he's got a vomit because he's been drinking so much, so he runs to the bathroom real quick. But that's when Peter Dinklage is there. Or, you mean you know, uh, uh, Junior's Pete, there? That's when Junior's there. Sorry, Pete and Peter, you know. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like destroying like atomically this bowl, like just <laughs> like just like there's like a lot of sounds coming out of it, like. Yeah, it's like in a like comedic way, you just have like a bunch of like old war noises going right. off in there, and just you see like f- fireworks colors like coming yeah, out from like, under like, the yeah. the door. Absolutely, just like and like Peter like kind of like walks backwards slowly. Yeah, and then as he turns around, everyone from the bar is gone. The whole wedding party, the casket is open, and then the phantom thread is there sitting at the bar. I was going to say, actually, it would be even better if he walked up and, like, he he didn't even know it. Like, he sat down at the bar and, like, kind of, like, put his head in his hands and then, like, looked, like, realized, like, no, like, he didn't hear anything around him anymore and mm-hmm. then looked over and then the casket, like, 
opens, but it's like on. Oh. It's like up, like it's upright though. Like it's now like leaning yes. against the table that's uh, like behind him. I like and it that. opens, and then like the Phantom Thread walks up, but he's in this like beautiful like powder blue like like yeah. shiny kind of suit and he's like he like steps out and he has like these like uh like really shiny white shoes on and stuff and he's like how are you my old so-and-so so and, so. and that's when peter recognizes him because yeah. he's like oh my god yeah and he's he's like it's been a while my old, my old yeah. so-and-so it's been a while yeah you looks like you've seen better days, you know, yeah, kind of thing. Right. It's like, um, and Peter's like, you're one to talk, you know? And they right. And, the, and actually what's weird is like the whole reason that he's there drinking and stuff isn't because he got back from, you find out that it isn't because he got back from like a business trip. It's because he was going to go to this funeral mm-hmm. and he didn't. Right. He couldn't now, bring himself to. Yeah. And now he like, and he's just like drinking and then he saw all these people and like, this is like a weird night of extraordinary circumstance and right then, and they basically have this whole conversation about like why didn't you know why wouldn't you have come and saw me one last time you know right. uh we meant so much to each other you know and it right. turns out like they like maybe they either worked together or he was one of the bartenders at the bar to yeah that. he was one of the bartenders yeah. and like there were like nights where they like you know yeah yeah. I mean, there are a couple passionate nights. You know, you, sometimes you have. It's alluded to. It's never stated. Right. It's just heavily alluded to. Right. It's but he was in love with him right. for sure, and this he was willing to give up like everything for him, mm-hmm. and it what it just never worked out. Basically. Right, because he's married. He's the patriarch. Right. He's the of the patriarch family. of that of Danny Glover's family. <laughs> Yo, this and, uh, is so good. So. So they have this whole thing and like it's is it like a Scrooge moment for him where he like kind of wakes up to it like what he's been doing like Mm -hmm. the Phantom Thread gives him a reason to continue and like oh that's how it is that this is I got it I got how to end this lay it out is uh, he sort of gives him like the comfort that he's been looking for even though he didn't go to the funeral he didn't have the closure necessarily but Mm -hmm. he's there now and they're having this conversation and um, the way that, like, he's like, he's like, well, they, they basically like, come to the understanding, like, he needs to not, not even necessarily, like, they don't get to the thing where he has to stop drinking or whatever. It's just that he needs to, like, f- figure out, like, what to do outside of this. Right. You know, kind of, like, and like, come to Jesus thing. And then uh, the Phantom Thread says, like, something like, well, you loved once. Maybe you'll love again. And then, like, kind of points at the door, and the bridesmaid, Saoirse Ronan's there, uh, and like he's he like looks over, and then all of a sudden he's back in reality, right? Or whatever. And he fell asleep at the bar. Yeah, yeah, kind of. And she's like, she like walks over. And she's like, "Are you all right?" And he's like, kind of like, "I think I might be." Right, and, and then, then I think maybe they they walk outside, or he says like, "I think it might be." You want to have a smoke? Yeah, they walk out, and then everyone like turns and they see him, and they're like, "Hey!" <laughs> oh, I was gonna say they walk out, and then the, the camera just swivels back over, and it's nameless Joe, nameless bartender, and uh, and Junior, and like they're gonna do a shot, and he's like, like they do, they have to have like some like final joke about oh, how yeah. he's like. 
he's like in the bathroom. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like think exactly. I think I think as they walk out, uh, it's so it's they're framed by the door, and it does that slow pan back, and it, and then suddenly uh, Junior bursts out of the bathroom oh, yeah, and he yeah. closes it behind him, like yeah. as if he's like trying to stave in like yeah. a beast or something <laughs> behind the door, and he's like, "Don't go in there." Yeah, and then he's saying that to nameless bartender. And it does the Aaron Sorkin kind of walk and talk at the moment. He's like, you will not believe. And he's like, you won't believe the night I've had. (laughs) (laughs) And and he's like, I'm finally off. He throws the towel behind the bar. Give me a shot. Yeah. And then it ends. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Or, uh, I don't know. Should maybe Nameless and Pete, uh, or (laughs) or should like, you know, Pete says that and, uh, Nameless is then like, you've had a bad night. I just saw a dude come out of a casket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just pours them both shots. Right, just like and they, they, and they, yeah, clink and then that's, that's credits. Right. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that's I like that one better. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, we got that's good. All right, so there we are at the end of this. <laughs> I, uh, it wasn't quite. It wasn't as convoluted as I thought we we would get with it. Really, no. I liked it. It was pretty straightforward. I feel adorable. like I feel like uh, if we were to really, if this gets picked up, we can go back and we can flesh it out even more. Oh, yeah, and have sure. like, yeah. But I feel like this is like the nice bare bones, like everything that's needed, all all pieces in its place. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then let's do director. Okay. Who who do you think? I think Edgar Wright would be kind of fun for this one. This would be a very good Edgar Wright. That would be our our top budget pick, right. I think. Uh, low budget pick is Todd Phillips. Yep, <laughs> Todd Phillips. Just you know, Yo, he did the that. Hangover movies. Let's just give it to him. Who yeah, cares? he kind of did. Is that his only claim to fame? Nah, old school. Oh and well, which is pretty much just Joker Hangover yeah. free. Yeah. Um, so, uh, do we even really need like? A composer on this there's a it doesn't seem like there's going to be too much music no, going on not really uh, we could probably just license songs that's what i was thinking as yeah. well because i mean you have the jukebox is coming yeah, into play that's a good that's a good foil for the movie to have a jukebox in a bar like it's a nice way to, to present it without feeling intrusive exactly so we'll just do we'll do that we'll do license the music we don't need a composer Ooh. necessarily and i also want every time the new bride walks in it does a quick pan to the jukebox and it changes records yeah, yeah, that works. Um, except for the crazy hippie one right, because yeah. she just appears. Right. And then uh, you have uh, the song. If people know it, they'll recognize it. Uh, but it's Cross-Eyed Mary of the Little Lands. Is that like the funeral song? No, no. That's, so there's actually a song called... Uh, it's not Cross-Eyed Mary of the Little Lands, but it's literally called Mary of the Lowlands. Oh, okay. And it's a weird like folk song. Okay. Um, and so that's actually playing for the hippie people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Uh, yeah, we can... I trust you on this. Okay, yeah, if you are worried, if you want to know what that song is, look it up. Because it's on a right song. Yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> if it works for this scene, that's you know, that's all I care about. Um, so, uh, what do you think the budget should be? Keep in mind, we have to Ooh. have licensed music. That's um, a lot of names as well. A lot of names, yeah. Uh, do you want low or high? I'll do high. Okay. Um, Look, if Todd Phillips is directing it, 
I don't know if we'll get all these people because I don't know anybody who's really clamoring to work with them anymore. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Well, I don't know. But but then again, if we're going to do this after the Joker comes out, maybe you'll have some heat on them for whatever. And then that's true. We can get something done. Um, But if we get all the names, I'm going to say 35 million. Okay. uh, I think highball probably 200 million. Yeah, I think that works with Edgar Wright and mm-hmm. all these people. Oh, yeah. Plus, everybody wants to work with Edgar Wright, so it's like, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Oh, listen, I want to work with Edgar Wright. Yeah, no shit. I'm just, I hope that we can ki- kidnap him somehow. Yeah, oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> Please, DJ Moneybags, kidnap Edgar Wright. Um, so, I don't know if we did it this time. I don't know what his reaction to this is going to be. Right. Uh, he doesn't seem like a very romantic man, but he does. Look, he's always drinking out of a goblet. Right. So I assume that he likes to drink. A bejeweled goblet. Yeah. I don't know if it's what he's drinking out of there, but I'm assuming he likes to drink something. Right. Or whatever. So um, we'll see. But mm. uh, I, think it's, I think this is the one. I think we'll finally be removed from our solitude of this weird, creepy fucking castle. I won't have to stare at those entire glass cases of eyes anymore while he's yelling at us. Uh, you won't have to be yelled at anymore. I mean, I just... With, the only thing I really want is for you to stop looking at those eyes. I can't. I can't. Stop looking at the eyes. Well, um, thanks for listening. I'm Justin. I'm Kaiser. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll just never have to do this again. Bye. 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 <laughs>